Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So we've heard about how the government in an unprecedented situation is going to be sending patients who need radiation cancer treatment to Bellingham. And I know if you if you need that treatment, if you're on that list, you think, yes, please, I just need to get this. And of course you do. But how did we get to this point? Because it is unprecedented. How is it? Did we not train enough radiation technologists? Is there not enough capacity in the system? So we thought, let's talk to somebody who knows. Sarah Edley is with us now, the provincial manager of the Canadian Association of Medical Radiation Technicians in BC. Sarah, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Is this something that has been a long time coming? Like, have you been able to see that, listen, this is about to happen? Yeah, I mean, we've had lots of conversations with our members, with committees, with stakeholders, and one of the biggest concerns that keeps circling around is absolutely staffing issues and vacancies, things like that. Like, for how long have we seen this? Has Have fewer and fewer people been wanting to train as a radiation technologist? Yeah, I think uh, there's a couple of factors here. We've seen uh, requests from recruiters advertise um, job postings for members that skyrocketed in the last couple of years. Um, There's been an explosion in demand for these healthcare services uh, post-pandemic. Even though we're performing high numbers, there's still long waits in some instances. And I also think some of the the programs are are quite small and a couple of the cohorts the last couple of years haven't been full up to capacity. Okay, well, let's talk about that, for instance. Let's say somebody wants to become a radiation technologist. What is the process like and what do they need to know? Yeah, so you can... Join for the medical imaging professions. We have three different disciplines. We have MRI, radiological technology, so that's for the x-ray based imaging, and then we have nuclear medicine. Those are in BC. We have a couple different programs for radiography. There are two-year diploma programs. For the most part, you can join right out of high school. Um, And for radiation therapy, it's a Bachelor of Science program and you need one year of post-secondary education followed by about uh, three years of education in that program. So would you say access to it is fairly straightforward? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like any other health science profession that's out there, but uh, maybe the issue is a lot of people don't, don't really know about our profession. That's what I would say. I think a lot of people don't realize, too, that it, it is as accessible as you just described it. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So I think uh, maybe one thing is that medical radiation technologists are healthcare professionals who use different forms of energy or radiation for diagnostic or therapeutic purposes. And in Canada, we have four different types of MRTs. So that includes our radiation therapists, and that's sort of what the the media has been about recently with sending patients to the U.S. Uh, We also have different types of medical imaging technologists, so those examples that I just gave. And just to give you an idea of just how important MRTs are to healthcare, Last year, the B.C. government uh, put out a report on medical imaging, and they said over a million MRI and CT scans were performed in 2021-22. So this number doesn't take into account all the other types of procedures that MRTs are involved in. And in terms of radiation therapy, 
about half of people with cancer diagnosis receive radiation therapy as part of their treatment. So in BC, that's around 14,000 patients a year across hundreds of thousands of appointments. And the demand for these services is growing. Okay, so, so we know all that then. Sarah, mm-hmm. did we did we say, okay, we need to open more training spots? Do we need to... Was there anything that changed in the last couple of years to make people realize we need more people in this profession? Yeah, so I'll just start with radiation therapy. Um, there is only one program in BC, and there's only a handful of others across Canada. Last year, BC increased the seats in the radiation therapy bachelor of science program at BCIT. That went from 12 to 20 seats. This approval took place a little late in the application cycle, so they were only able to bring in 13 students last year. But in the long term, this move to have more seats in the in the program will definitely help with the situation of not having enough staff to expand radiation therapy appointments. Um, another thing that BC did was they opened a new MRI diploma program at BCIT. So that just started, and we'll see its first graduates entering the workforce in a couple of years. Um, the one area I think that has remained quite stagnant has been in our radiological technologists or radiography. So BC added two new programs in 2011 and 12, so a little over 10 years ago. Um, Those programs are in Prince George and Victoria. So this has made a huge impact on those communities. But overall, in the last 10 years, just with the explosion in demand for services everywhere, uh, that's where we're starting to see shortages as well. And some of these professionals end up advancing into other areas like breast imaging and um, for a while they were also being cross-trained into MRI as a second discipline. Okay so if you want that's a that's a different area than obviously radiography what kind of qualifications do you need for that? Yeah so for all of these programs there's a post-secondary education that's required and the programs across Canada do vary in length. In BC they're two-year diploma programs six semesters continuously and then as soon as you finish these programs, you write a national certification exam. Okay, so again, people need to know about these things, don't they? <laughs> Definitely, absolutely. Yeah, I've been involved in a lot of career fairs recently, and um, the number one questions that I get from students is, how long is the program? How much is it going to cost? How much will I make? And what's my, my job prospect when I finish? So um, in some of those areas, I think we just need to get our, our profession out there a little bit more and showcase what the profession is all about and gain some some public uh, interest in it. No kidding. I feel like if you can tell people, hey, you're going to make good money and you'll have a job immediately upon graduation, that's appealing to a lot of people right now. Definitely. And then for students who just completed the program, um, we are seeing recruitment efforts across the country to try to attract these graduates. So for some people that have the ability to relocate, I think they would seriously consider that option if the pay is competitive and they're being offered relocation support or support for for student loans, that sort of thing. Um, I've also seen some employers are advertising um, training opportunities to develop professionally, and that's really exciting to see for someone who's just starting out. They want to be supported, and they want to see themselves growing as professionals. So let me ask you, is this the same situation right across Canada then that BC finds itself in? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're seeing uh, in different provinces sort of the same kind of situation is happening with just the increasing demand. And uh, I think a big thing has just been that hospitals have added a lot more equipment and they focused on um, growth in operating hours, but the workforce itself hasn't grown enough to keep, keep pace with this. All right. So then are you getting support though, Sarah? Like when you, when you hear about people being sent to, to Bellingham, what did you think? 
Yeah, I mean, our members want what's best for, for cancer patients and for those who need radiation therapy to receive treatment as quickly as possible. They also want to see solutions, of course, to the challenges they're facing so that they can help get more patients through quicker. Uh, they've been working under immense pressure to balance workload demands and, and with that, the need to provide high-quality patient care. So having enough resources to do the job well is incredibly important so that MRTs can provide this care to patients and also look after themselves. Um, like I said, with the, the move to increase the seats in the radiation therapy program here, I think there definitely have been some actions that have been taken, but I think we all feel like there's a lot more still to be done and that can be done. Like what? Oh, career promotion, um, public recognition for the profession, um, maybe having some conversations with some of the localized challenges that are ha- happening in certain regions to help recruit to those areas. So things like that. So how, do you think the demand is there? Like if we were to do some of those things that you talked about there, expand the program, get more people trained, would would people sign up? Yeah, I think I, think I you know, I, when I have conversations with these high school students or people that are looking for different career options and we really start to dive deep into what the profession has to offer, I think that they're, they're surprised to learn about it and um, it's something that, you know, they just because they didn't know about it, they didn't consider it. But somebody who has sort of an interest for for science and healthcare, and they want to get into a caring profession, and they want to have a job as soon as they they finish their education, um, I think they they perk up and they want to learn more. So even though it is a very challenging time right now for the MRT profession and for those patients who are waiting, um, we do have some incredible MRTs in this province doing great work, and you can. Uh, you know, learn a lot from them just by attending some of the info sessions that the programs are offering or if you see medical radiation technology advertised at a future career fair, uh, you can find out more and you can also check out our website at cmrt.ca slash mrtcareer. I'm going to get you to say that one more time so that people get that very clearly. (laughs) What is the website? If people are interested in this as a career, where should they go? So we have a page on our our association website, camrt.ca slash mrtcareer. And you can uh, actually find a video where you hear from some of our, our medical radiation technologists about what a day in the life of an MRT is like. This is on a webinar that we posted on our site. You can also find a list of educational programs in Canada and a little bit more uh, information about this profession. All right, that sounds good. I hope people do that so we can get more people trained and into the profession. Sarah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much again for having me and for allowing me to speak on behalf of CMRTDC and all of our, our technologists in the province. Anytime. That is Sarah Ederly, who is a provincial manager of the Canadian Association of Medical Radiation Technicians in BC. We need more radiation techs. It is as simple as that. If we want to do more of those cancer treatments and screenings and everything here in BC, as opposed to sending them to Bellingham, that's the issue. More people need to get involved in the profession. And it sounds like there is room. There are jobs, but we need to get people trained. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.